You're listening to Hardscape Growth, a podcast for business leaders in the trenches. From pavers to profits, we're focused on the topics that help hardscape professionals find success and level up. Let's get into the show. Welcome, ladies and gentlemen, to the second episode in this three-part series previewing the 2022 Hardscaper Showcase educational content that we'll be presenting as we tour around the United States and Canada this winter. In this part, we'll be talking about the feature-rich environment that we created and the impact that it had on us as a design-build team, as well as the value that it brings to the clients. Let's get into that conversation right now. So one of the things on this project was it was a feature-rich environment. Despite the uh, the tighter space, the tighter access, we crammed a lot of things into this project. I'm curious, guys, like without without revealing the whole thing, because we do want people to come check it out at the show and see just how amazing this project is. What are some of the things that stood out to you that um, that we built? Yeah, I think for me, one of the things was just like the fire pit. We originally started out and we had a plan for something else. In the end, we had a look around at the products that we had on site and what we were utilizing for other features. And we said, hey, we can make that work. Uh, one of the cool things was that we uh, now have our Warming Trends burners, burner kits, and we had access to one of those. And we were able to just dial that in with a little bit of tweaking and some minor uh, customization there. And really threw that together, and it ended up working perfectly in the space, which was really cool. Mm-hmm. Uh, and that kit that has the burner, the pan, the ignition system, the vents, uh, it has the cover, has everything. So we already had the blocks on site, just figure out the exact dimensions. The only cuts we had were around vents. Like this is one of those things that we're adding to the contractor support manual now. So when you come to the show, you can get the plans for it. But I mean, basically this thing was, was really quick to put together and it, it fits perfectly in that space, as you said. Yeah. Yeah. And with supply chain being what it is right now, we just found ourselves in a situation where we had to had to uh, pivot quick and we made it happen, which was awesome. I agree with you, Tyler. The uh, the fire feature was was pretty cool. Just how it all kind of came together. We didn't have everything we exactly needed, but we made it work and it looked looked like a great final product, which was a step kind of even further was that we we lit the fire feature up. You know, like that the flame isn't always coming out of the top, right? So by adding lighting around all four sides, we really made that a you know almost a focal point in that backyard with some simple lights from Inlight, which I mean looked amazing at the end of the day. Yeah, and Tony, you came by yeah. you came by uh and we did all the lighting at night because that that's I mean, not all the lighting, but a lot it's of the lighting. It's the best time to do it's it. It's the best time to do it because <laughs> you can position the light exactly, create the effect that you want. Exactly. Why don't you tell us a little bit about that? Because uh, you that was, I've never seen you so excited, Tony. Well, um, <laughs> it's kind of, uh, everyone, whoever knows me knows that I'm kind of a, a nut when it comes to lights. So what I love, uh, and again, going back to the, the, create, the creative freedom that I had on this project was in light uh, from the last showcase project was saying, this is the plan. This is where the lights are going and, and don't stray away from that. Now, obviously, I didn't have the same relationship I have with InLight, uh, with the company, as I do now. So what I loved was that they just sent us, like, I mean, we had boxes and boxes of lights. <laughs> we just had a bit of everything. And their guides were, Tony, just, just do your thing, man. Just have fun with it. Make it look good. So we were able to be extremely creative. And uh, part of that was actually um, our, our little 
putting green uh, mm-hmm. secret that that they're gonna have to come to showcase the seat which we decided on the spot yeah. we're looking at the putting green it's like it, it needs this yeah. blank <laughs> and we we made that work and it was awesome but aside from that uh you know like as you saw installing especially the starry night pattern you know we had we just taped it all off and we we we, we took about good 45 minutes to an hour placing the lights out it was way quicker to install them so i feel like um we had so many different lights to work with and we had a lot of cre- a lot of freedom to do what we wanted so i was really excited with that and i think that what we put together is just amazing that this project at night as beautiful as it is in the day it's it's another world at night it, it, you, it, it, you cannot imagine having that space anywhere in that that borough i mean i don't think there's another one like it i agree with you and when you add to that the the coastal source uh, outdoor audio system that we put in with that amp and the the four speakers and the subwoofer, like it's it's just the quality of the audio. Like, you know, for anybody who Amazing. thinks like, you know, like, oh yeah, well, they'll just take their Bluetooth speaker outside. Like, no, no, not when you're making that kind of project. Not when you have a fire feature, a water feature, a pergola, all these things in this incredible space, you don't want to have a subpar L- anything so you need to go to that that premium quality audio and, and it makes such a difference. I was really lucky that the system was hooked up. Like we had hooked it up prior to uh, finalizing the lighting because I had this like amazing sound system <laughs> to, to entertain me while I was installing lights. <laughs> so I think that that worked out really well. And I, I had Alex, which, which was probably the best DJ <laughs> on the planet, just, just killing it with, with the right, with the right vibe. And it was, uh, it was awesome. So I, I, for sure, I can't say that I could choose one feature that I love more than any of the others, but I love how they all came together. Mm. And, and I, you know, at the, at the end of the day, it is a very feature rich environment. And the thing is that features are obviously they're an upsell. An upsell definitely, you know, it does put more money in your pockets. It increases your margins. Mm-hmm. But at the end of the day, it, that's not a bad thing. It's not a bad thing for your client. Yes, you're putting your more, more money in your pocket, but you're giving them something that they could only dream of, right? They didn't know what's possible. They didn't know that they could have all that in their yard. And now you're delivering this to them. So they're happy to line your pockets a little bit more because you're giving them something in return. And I feel like this project would not have been close to the same not even this project would not have the same effect whatsoever if it did not have all these features i feel like they were all very necessary and i'm happy we did them yeah yeah and i mean for for me just listening to you guys go and watching all the features that went in what i what i would hope or what i would encourage is is there's costs associated with all these features and all these upsells right but you know we have the contractor support manual you're going to see the different systems that are installed there, whether it be the speakers, the lighting. You can work out some rough pricing. Is it going to be dialed in perfect? Maybe not, but you can work in some rough pricing and talk to the homeowners about, hey, I could add you you know, three or four speakers. I could add you a fire feature. I could maybe put in some lighting here, and here's what you're looking at you know, as like a budgetary kind of idea. And I think that's something that we need to keep pushing and working towards because, again, this was a tight space not a ton of room to work with and the final you know the final product is is absolutely impeccable so and, and we can't ignore yeah. the fact that there will be more and more 
going into 2022 and potentially into 2023, there will be more and more of these smaller projects. Yeah. It's one of the reasons why we focused on, on a smaller project for, for this, this case study basically that we built was because with the home values that shot up so much, with the interest rates as low as they are right now, that creates an environment where you have new people that are willing to invest in their homes that previously, these were not homes that you would consider as potential clients. They were in neighborhoods that didn't have the home value that made sense. They didn't have the capital, the, the liquid cash to be able to invest, but now they do. Yeah. So we have to be in a position to be able to take advantage of that not by ripping people off and adding things that they don't need, no. but be in a position to present these options to them, give them the opportunity and make them make the decision as to whether or not they want it or not. Right. It's like a lot of things. No, go ahead. Sorry, you're gonna, yeah, I appreciate it. It's exactly what I was going for. Go for it, buddy. No, go ahead. No, go. I was just going to say a big... A, no, a you big... Go. no, you go. No, you go. No, you go. Really, guys, like a big part of this, uh, you know, showcase and this this whole project was really that it started out in one position. There was a budget that was sort of set and it was like, here, this thing ended up over six figures. Now, when you hear that and you hear it's a thousand square feet, you think like, no way. How did you how did you manage that? And I think that's a big part of showcases coming and just getting educated on all the different aspects that you can put into a space. A lot of times your clients might have a list and they may have come to Tony and said, yeah, like we'd like to have some kind of fire and some kind of water. But not everybody knows you can even have outdoor audio. People don't understand the artistic yeah. effects that lighting can really truly have on a space, right? They don't understand the benefits of having that water feature that knocked down some sound from the highway that was so close or the neighbors and their music. So you can have a conversation in your glass of wine with the wife at night. There are things out there that are so new and going on in the outdoor space right now that it can't be expected for your homeowner client to understand that these features even exist. And I think for me over the years, that's been one of the major perks of showcases coming and going like, oh, that's cool. I can work with that. Here's what I'm going to do with that. They did an okay job, but I think I could take it to another level. Right? Yeah. So challenge yourself, guys. Like push, push the limits. And, and, and we're making it. Yep. Go, Go ahead, ahead. No, no, no we're, we're making, not only are we bringing up, you know, the features that are available, Tyler, like you say, to the homeowners, but we're also, you know, offering ways to help finance those options. So, you know, at Teco, we have the pave now, pay later with Teco pros that can be offered. And, you know, that's just another, another way that, you know, we're making it available for those features to be built by the contractors and for those homeowners to be able to sit there with that water feature or fire feature and have that glass of wine, Tyler, like you say, I think it's awesome. We, just, we have to be mindful of, you know, what's available and, and outlets to make those opportunities happen. So, you know, that, that pave now pay later program with Teco pros is, uh, is one of those, which is huge. Yeah. Well, that's why you say Peter is to make those uh, opportunities possible. It's exactly that it's, you know, 
we're going to put this project out there. Once it's revealed, it'll be out there. Mm-hmm. Homeowners will see it. Contractors will see it. Contractors will use it to reference, uh, to sell sure, feature these features yeah. to homeowners, right? Um, now, that's where the pay now, pay later option comes in is that the client might have the budget for the patio, but the pay now, pay later allows them to Look, I've had this conversation with you, Alex, in the past, and I've said it. Once you see it, you can't unsee mm-hmm. it. It's exactly that. Once you see that fire pit, and you're like, "Wow!" Like, I, and you now at this point, you're in your mind, you're already sitting by with your glass of wine, your friends, you're having a good time. You can't unsee that. Yeah. You, you want it, but you might not have the budget for it. But at least this gives you the option to have it for life. And pay it slowly, mm-hmm. right? Pay it over a short period of time. You won't even feel it, but you're going to enjoy it forever. So it's exactly that. It's it's very it's very important for contractors to understand that just because you are offering these features to the client, you are not taking you're charging them more, but you're not taking advantage of them. You're giving them something that they want. You are you are bringing you're elevating their yard to the next level. It, it changes you're actually their doing lives. them a, a, a service, like it, of course, hundred percent. It, it changes their whole life. So you, you you can't you can't have that reluctance to not bring it up, to not propose these options, and include the financing options as part of the options that you propose. Let them make the choice, but don't don't set the budget of the project on your own budget. Because you don't know what they want exactly. and you don't know what they what they what they need. You're hoping to through a bunch of questions and stuff like that. But at the end of the day, if you know that you know a fire feature or a water feature or lighting or audio can enhance the project that much more, you're actually doing them a disservice by not bringing it up, even if they didn't ask for it. Exactly. Say like, look, I know you asked for this. I really think you need to consider this option. And if they have, you know. If they have half a decent head on their shoulders, they realize that they're talking to an expert. They're talking to a professional. That is your profession. You transform outdoor spaces to make them amazing for people to enjoy. So why not leverage that position? You could either be a hardscape builder or you could be a creator of spaces. Hmm. And that's what it comes down to. You could either be a builder or creator of spaces. A creator of of, – what we're doing is we're creating venues. We're creating spaces where they will create memories with their family, with their friends, with all this. So why not give them these amazing features that they could use uh, to, to, to enhance these evenings, enhance these parties? It, it's it, like you said, you're, you, it's your job to at least offer them the option, provide it for them. Now, don't make them overextend themselves. I, I can't force somebody to, to, to make proper budget decisions either. I, I can't, but at least if they have the option and it's in their court, mm-hmm. then they can't regret not doing it or they can never turn around and say, well, why didn't you tell me about that? Oh, she would have just mentioned it. Oh, man, I saw it. I saw you built that on your last project. Yeah, yeah, we, we did it. Oh, why didn't you mention that to me? Well, I did, <laughs> but the budget didn't allow for it, but at least you offered it. Now, I could not imagine this project that we built without these features. Mm-hmm. Right. If they were, if one wasn't there or the other wasn't there, then I could say like, okay, yeah, the, the project's still awesome. But once you see it, you can't unsee it. I could not imagine the same project being built the way it is without any of these features. It would not be the same at all. It would not have the same effect. Mm-hmm. They're crucial to the, the the beauty of this project. Nice. Yeah. No, I was just gonna say, and like part of the importance because I, I even watched it with you 
as the job evolved and everything else is, is sometimes people aren't hundred percent sure what they're after. Right. And it's important to ask questions. Like people will be like, okay, well, like, what are you into? What's your hobbies? What do you enjoy? Well, I'm a foodie. Well, great. What, but what does that mean? You know, are you about smoked ribs and, and chicken wings and like all kinds of barbecue feast? Or are you more about like, you know, Michelin five-star cuisine and you want like sushi or really like, you, there's different ways to be a foodie. And if you don't ask those questions and all of a sudden you throw in a big green egg or a smoking egg, whatever you want to call it, and a barbecue and the guy, well, I don't really eat that kind of stuff. It's important to drill down and really show those options to the homeowners that, hey, if you're really into this, I can build you a whole prep station. You can have all your people over. Here's a little fridge where you can keep everything nice and cool. And here's a prep. You can make your own fresh sushi right outside. And maybe they don't know that that's a possibility. So, you know, sometimes people say that, hey, I don't want to, like, sell them something they don't need. Well, maybe you're going to sell them something they didn't know existed. And I think that that's one of the most important things that that we overlook. You know, it's like, well, I don't want to push it too far. Yeah, but maybe they don't know. And it's just something to keep in mind when you're sitting talking with the with the customers or the clients, ask those questions, drill down a little bit further to really understand what they're into, what their hobbies are and what drives them, where are their passions. And it's going to help you, yes, upsell and make more money for yourself as a contractor, but also fulfill and satisfy them in ways they may not have ever expected. And I think that's important. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I think that's a. I, I think agree, Brandon. Yeah. You're you're not you're not pushing it too far, or you're not selling them something they don't need. If you're you're not trying to take advantage of them, if you are doing it with their best interest at heart, genuinely, uh, like genuinely, if you're not doing it just thinking about your pockets, yeah. then you are not selling them something they don't need. And then it's literally that I've I've since the beginning I've always said that every time I propose something or I put a design together, whatever it is, it's always in the best interest for the client. Yes, there's certain cool features I want to build. And I have a ton of ideas that I haven't even proposed yet. Why? Because it's not the right build for that project, right? They're going to come. I'm going to find the project for it. But if I feel like it's in the best interest of the client, then no, I'm not taking advantage of them. And like you said, if they don't know it exists, it's not fair for you to not tell them. No. Mm -hmm. Or at least offer it to them. And and I can tell you that, you know, just the, the way that this project came together and the way that the space is laid out, it gives so much more functionality to the space. Like it, it's one thing to say, like, like you were saying, Tyler, like if it's a, a 20 by 20 space or a 30 by 30 space, like, yeah, you can put a lot of people in there, but what are they doing? In this case, we have an area for, you know, you can lay out on these lounge chairs, you can you can tan or you can just hang out there. We have the the dining area or you can sit down and have a nice dinner. You can play cards, you can do whatever. There's a putting green, there's a there's a little bocce court so you can play games. There's the fire pit in the back where you can sit around, you can have a cigar, you can do whatever, you can just listen to music or you can listen to the water. There's a projector, we can shoot an image on the wall, that big white wall that we didn't end up painting. Now it's a canvas, and now it's a projection screen. So there's, there's just so many things that can be done with this little space that, um, you know, I, I think everyone listening here owes it to themselves really to, to, to check it out at the shows because you're going to see so many things crammed into such a small space then maybe, maybe you will have a client who wants all those things. Maybe you won't, 
but at least you'll know all the options available. You'll have way more tools in your toolkit and you're that much more prepared to when you meet the right client to pitch all these ideas, to work them into design, to wow them and get them on board and then have fun building it because you're truly creating something that's unique and personalized to them. And it's not just smashing out, you know, 20 by 20 patios, which is great. Like it's, there's nothing wrong with that. But if you want to find a niche for your business, if you want to create a unique identity, you got to find something different. And this opens the door to that. And that's what we're trying to do. And, and highlight the fact that we finished it on time, on budget, mm -hmm. right? I mean, these are huge things that we were able to overcome. Like, I mean, let's be honest, doing that build in five days, that, that's impressive. And it, yeah, it comes impressive. down to all that pre-planning, the organization, having the logistics on the street, you know, having the experience on site. These all add up, you know, for a reason. Plus, we had a film crew there, right? Let's, you know, let's not forget that. So... Um, really important. I think that five days that we hit was, was a, a big accomplishment for sure. I would agree. Yeah. And no contractor could understand how, how much a film crew, like how much impact it has on the job site. A film crew really does have a huge impact on schedule. And, uh, we, we killed it on that. I, I agree. But and no, I was just going to say, sorry, <laughs> I was just going to say that, um, you know, I think it's really, it's really uh, that contractors should definitely come and check it out because I think it'll give them the confidence to tell a client with a limited space that they could fit all these features inside because seeing is believing, right? And if we told somebody, hey, we had a yard this size, we put this, 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 as we're doing right now, a lot of people are going to be like, Pfft. No way. Like if, if they, if it wasn't a project that was built and we were saying, we're going to build a project with all these things, people would look at us like, no, nah, there's no way you're going to fit all that. Mm. Well, we did it. You know what I mean? You could do it. The proof is there. So come check it out, you know, see it for yourself and use this project as an example to show a client when they're telling you, no, my yard's too small for that. Well, this one was smaller than yours. Mm -hmm. And, so and that's now what? That's that's the purpose of this, this, uh, this year's show content is to show like, this is how yep. you can do all that. So, that's what we're going to talk about uh, this winter. On the next episode of this this three-part series, we're going to dive into the, the challenges that we faced and the lessons that we learned. Because like you said, Peter, like getting it done in five days was, was a significant accomplishment, but it was not without its fair share of challenges and problems and curveballs thrown at us literally every day. But uh, we overcame them, and that's what we're going to be covering next week on the Hardscape Growth Show. Thank you very much, everybody. This episode is brought to you by TechoBlock. For over 30 years, TechoBlock has been transforming outdoor spaces into inspiring artscapes. Our endless innovation has resulted in the industry's widest range of pavers, slabs, walls, caps, edging, steps, and outdoor living features. Visit TechoBlock.com or follow us on Instagram at TechoBlock. To discover why our products are the choice of the most creative contractors and designers in the game, TechoBlock. We live to create. You've been listening to Hardscape Growth, a podcast for business leaders in the trenches. To ensure you never miss an episode, please subscribe to the show in your favorite podcast player. If you use Apple Podcasts, we'd love for you to give us a quick rating for the show. Just tap the number of stars you think the podcast deserves. Until next time, work hard and pave harder.